Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world. Of course. Now, join me for the journey, will you? You've been speaking for years. You've been running your business for a long time, and even with the ups and downs, you've loved it. Sure, you've had some low moments, but when you think about your business, joy is the emotion that comes to mind. But lately, you've been noticing a difference. Ugh, I don't want to get up to go give this keynote today. Do I really have to do a three-hour workshop this week? OMG, I hate putting these slides together. Oh, what's happening? You used to get super psyched about doing this, and now something is shifting. Do you really hate your job, or are you experiencing that B word, burnout? Hmm, let's talk about it today with my guest, Cheryl Knowlton. Cheryl, you made it. I'm so glad you're here, my friend. Welcome to the show. Oh, Robert, I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak on one of my favorite topics to share about, even though it's not always super fun or super sexy to address it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Cheryl, they should call you a demolition expert because you're always bringing a dynamite. What explosive business tip do you have for us today? Oh, my explosive business tip, my friends, is that you are the golden goose. And especially at the holiday season and coming into January and in winter, we have to take care of ourselves because we as speakers are the product. Wow. Wow. Awesome. No, it's not Will Farrell. Today we're talking to Cheryl Knowlton, that is. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week we ask a question, and we'd love to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. Just head on over to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail, and we'll play your message on the show. Listen out for today's question just a little bit later, and then head on over to that link with your computer or your mobile device. Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Let your voice be heard. Okay, let's do the doggone thing, my friends. Cheryl Knowlton, my guest today, my friend, helps leaders find their authentic voice, raise the volume on their expressions, and amplify their energy so they can burn the hamster wheel and lead a life of purpose and impact. She blows up boring and spark spectacular. Cheryl, let's have this conversation today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm really super psyched and glad that you're here. Oh, thank you, my friend. It's so great to be here with you. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I started out this show with some level of an experience that maybe people have gone through. I know that I've had moments where, although I love what I do, my emotions, my body wakes up feeling like, mm, I, don't, I don't know that I want to do this today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experience with burnout. I would love to. So I started my journey professionally, officially, mm -hmm. leaving the world of mom behind. I have four beautiful daughters mm -hmm. who are all grown, married, and have incredible children of their own. And um, But I started while I was smack dab in the middle of my motherhood journey and navigating 
both worlds of trying to be a business professional and still keep the home fires burning and then becoming a single mother, that was next level. Mm. So starting in the real estate industry, in, in that space, I started to recognize over a couple of decades that the real estate industry, those agents that I had the opportunity to teach and love and speak to and coach and serve, that burnout was pretty ubiquitous in the real estate industry. And so my first book, which turned into my first keynote years ago, was called Burn the Hamster Wheel, um, Stress Management Strategies for Today's Real Estate Professional. And I came up with uh, like 18 different strategies for combating burnout. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Robert, I wrote the book to be an accountability piece for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, I, I just, I felt like there was just so much for us to dive into learning that how to take care of ourselves to creating awareness around the fact that we're even feeling it. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that like, whoa, where'd my joy go? Where'd my energy go? I just don't feel like doing this today. Yeah. Um, and so you, you really kind of hit one of the first nails on the head is just creating awareness around checking in, huh? Yeah. How am I, how am I feeling? How am I doing? Mm-hmm. And, and that starts with our, our health. Yeah. <laughs> when the pandemic hit, one of my clients reached out to me and they said, oh my gosh, we need you to create something. We have to do something to, to help our yeah. people. And so come up with something and we're going to have you on on Tuesday. Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to create? And hooray for pressure that sometimes helps us to create something really amazing. But that's, we'll come back to pressure in a minute. In that moment, I came up with an acronym. My brain thinks in acronym. And the acronym that I came up with was the word SWEET. I want all of us to learn how to live a sweet life. And that is beautiful and simple and wonderful. The problem is that we can't delegate it. The great thing is that the person who is responsible for helping you live a sweet life is sitting in your chair right now. Yeah, let's go through what what that stands for. S is for sleep. (laughs) There is nothing that will affect our energy level, our ability to get up on a stage or in front of a coaching client and create magic like our own brain working at optimal levels for mood and for performance. And so making sure that we know some of our friends listening can get away with six hours, five hours. I am so jealous of you because that is not how my body works. I worked optimally with eight. I think of all the things that I could get done if I didn't need that much sleep. And so the first thing is to tap in deeply when you have the opportunity to just asking the question with curiosity and not judgment, huh? How much sleep do I need in order for me to be at my peak? So S is for sleep. Can we stop or pause on sleep for just a second? Because we can pause on sleep. Yeah. So there are a lot of different schools of thought around this. Some say, yeah, you need eight hours of sleep. And some say, no, you you can function just fine with four to six. And then some people say it's not really the number. It's the quality of it. I'll give an example for myself personally. I can go to sleep at nine o'clock. I've, let's say that I've got an engagement. I can go to sleep at nine o'clock and wake up at 1.30 or two to prep for my engagement and my slides and do all of the things and be super energized for the rest of the day. But I can go to bed at 11 and sleep till eight the next morning and be more tired than I was on those four hours of sleep. So is it simply the eight hours or the number, or is it the quality and when you do it? Tell me a little bit more about any of your thoughts or experience around what we need to be doing with regard to sleep. 
Pitt, I love the question. And that's unique for each individual person. And that you're right. There are so many schools of thought, which I feel like leads to tremendous confusion right. because then people are more confused and less aware about how their body and their brain functions. Yeah. My biggest tip there is pay attention. Yeah. Last week I was in New Jersey. I was speaking. Um, I had six different events that I was doing over a four day period. I knew I needed to be at my optimum. Mm -hmm. And so just giving yourself permission when I am on the road, when I'm speaking, when I'm, my voice and my brain have been paid for, <laughs> I, yeah. and I, they're paying for my energy and I know that. And so just give yourself permission, um, especially when you're speaking to go to sleep when you're tired right. and to give it, your body is giving you a signal when you're tired and so unapologetically i'll go to bed at 8 30 at night yeah and i will set an alarm just to make sure that i'm not late for sound check because that's not good yeah and i'll pay attention to hmm am, am i waking up on my own or am i waking up with the alarm and last week i don't know if it was you know because everybody else was getting sick and i refused to do so but i needed more than eight hours last week and so it's going to depend right and just give yourself what you need unapologetically and just know yeah. how you fun you function optimally Love it. So sleep. So let's go to the W. W is water. Yeah. Water is probably the least sexy drink of all. And, and some of our listeners love caffeinated beverages. I love cold caffeinated beverages. And, and this is a judgment free zone. But caffeine is actually dehydrating. Mm -hmm. And so when we if we utilize caffeine, whether it's coffee, whether it's Diet Coke, regardless of what it is, we have to combat that so that we are not dehydrating ourselves and our voice because people are paying for our brain and our voice. And so we can have all the great ideas and intellectual property in the world yeah. and have all this great sleep. But if the voice isn't working, nothing's working. We can't deliver those amazing ideas to our audiences. Love it. Love it. Love it. So let's keep going. The E, the first E. There's two E's in also, sweet. Also, yeah, don't <laughs> shoot the messenger here with any of this. The first E is eating healthy food and, and food that fuels you. Mm. My biological sister is completely and totally allergic to gluten. And so we don't serve that. She knows that if she eats that, she's not going to feel well. We know most of us, by the time we've been doing this for a while, we've been on this planet for, for enough time that we know. Um, if I eat a box of C's candy that my sister-in-law delivered for us for the holidays, that was very kind of her, but I felt terrible. Uh, so just and especially if we're speaking so when we're on the road sometimes the temptation is ooh i'm going to have this special meal or this amazing treat or you know that's not what our client paid us for and so and then then we get to the point where okay we're making choices do i really want to eat that in order to treat my body the way that it wants to be treated like if i'm an athlete i'm not going to eat that because i know that i'm not going to be able to perform at my very best so eating eating foods that fuel us and that make us feel good, regardless of what that looks like. Again, this is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. The second E is exercise. And when did the word exercise become such a bad word in our collective vernacular? When we were kids, what did we do? We swam, we rode bikes, we played hide and seek, we played tag, we ran around until we fell over when the streetlights came on. And I realized that we were born in a different generation and, and <laughs> all of those dynamics. And it was play. 
Yeah. And and then we we somehow become adults and we get a driver's license and all of a sudden exercise is like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. And and I've run 31 half marathons and I did not start running until I was 45 years old wow. because to me running was a punishment. Yeah. And I looked at people who did things like that and I'm like, you do realize you don't have to do that, right? And now people say things like that to me. Yeah. So just moving your body 30 minutes every day with joyful intention, mm-hmm. whether it's dance, whether it's bike riding, whether it's swimming, whether it's yoga, whether it's aerobics, whether it's running, finding something that you love to do, your soulmate workout so that you can just joyfully move your body, get your heart rate going, get your sweat on so that you can feel really great and get things moving and optimal. I love that term, soulmate workout. I don't think I've heard that one. Awesome. I did not make that up. So yeah, (laughs) I'm a collector of amazing sayings and a big believer in R&D, which is rip off and duplicate. (laughs) Oh, yes. Love it. Love it. Let's go. Let's go. And the last one, the T is time out. Time out and time away from technology and time with the people that we love. Yeah. Some of our listeners, some speakers, some of the best speakers in our industry are introverts. Mm. And they know that about themselves and they know that they get their own energy, their battery gets filled when they have quiet time and they are alone doing whatever it is that they want to be doing. Yeah reading or writing or just watching Netflix or whatever they want to do, judgment-free. Others of us are extroverts and we know that we get our energy from being with other people. And as a high extrovert myself, sometimes I even have to dial that down and manage that so that I can refuel my own battery and and show up for everyone in my life, personally and professionally. Yeah. So at the beginning, I talked about noticing the change from things that you used to love to now you're beginning to resent some of those things. And that may be an obvious one, but are there any sneaky signals that burnout is on the way? Anything that you have come across that maybe we don't recognize as quickly? Just taking assessment every day. Mm-hmm. And certainly every week to just how am I feeling and approaching ourselves with less judgment and more curiosity. Thank you, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Just recognizing how looking at our calendar as we're looking at the events that we have committed to, the promises that we've made. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jason Hewlett, for helping us to dial into the promise. What have I committed to and am I excited about it? Or am I not excited about it? Does it fuel my battery or is it draining my battery? Looking at our month, looking at our year, looking at what we've got on the calendar and just taking an honest look at it and with curiosity and not judging ourselves for like, wow, why did I commit to speak on that? Yeah, It's going to take me a hundred hours of preparation that's outside of my wheelhouse. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel confident that I can show up and deliver. Why did I say yes to that? Mm-hmm. And so just paying really close attention to the things that we're saying yes to. Yeah. So as I'm paying attention, how do I tell the difference between me being burned out and me just honestly not liking something and I shouldn't do it anymore? Oh, that's a tough one because it it depends on what it is as one of the biggest challenges that I have found with me as a speaker and with coaching speakers is that there is so much pressure on us because we are the product. Mm -hmm. We are the product that we're selling and there's so there's a high rate of disappointment in that and learning to separate ourselves from, oh my gosh, that 
I didn't get selected for that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not making as much as I want to be making than comparisonitis. Yeah. Getting clear about the source of it. I'm just asking all the questions I think is really important for me. And that requires alone time and or time with my mindset coach to explore some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I asked you that question because of something personal for you. You have spent quite a bit of time in one specific niche, in one specific slice of corporate, and and you're making a switch soon to speak to another group of people. So was any of that switch because you recognized a burnout, a pattern, or was it just, hey, you know, it's just time. It's time for a switch. It's time for a change. You know, so tell tell me a little bit about your decisions or what was happening. What was that play for you as you decided it was time for you to make that switch? Wow. How long do we have? <laughs> um, I, I'll Three minutes. To, no, I'm playing. To make a long story longer. Um, and I, I, yeah. Trying to put that. I, I told you to put me on the spot. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, that's that's a super, yeah. that's a big question and a personal question. And so for me, I was on this path, very, very niched, niched, mm-hmm. depending on what part of the country you're from in the real estate market. Yeah. Next year will be 25 years for me. And earlier this year, I was on my weekly call with Michelle Villalobos, my amazing, incredible coach mm-hmm. and our inner circle crew. And she was talking about things and business models that no longer serve us. Mm. And having lost significant weight this last year, there are clothing items in my closet that were beginning to no longer fit me back around May, right. April, May of, the, of this year. And when she said that, she's talking about business models that no longer fit us, I, I, it just hit me. I feel like for me, it was a divine download mm. that it was because it was not subtle. It was not a little spark of an idea, a little candle flame. It was a full demolition dynamite explosion of it's time to be done. Right. And so the idea both terrified and excited me when it came and I went, oh, wow, can I do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would that look like if I did that? Which leans into new questions and new conversations and new support around myself as I do that. Yeah. And then I looked at my calendar and I thought, okay, what have I committed to? What contracts have I signed? What, what have I promised to do? And when could I do this? And so I needed to create a long runway for myself. And we set Halloween of 2024 as that finish line date for me. I need finish lines. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you just said is important as well, because it wasn't so much or it wasn't only that you were in one space and you felt tired or you resented something, but you had this other thing that, again, terrified and excited you at the same time. So maybe as we're considering what is burnout from what isn't, is there something else that is exciting you or are you just feeling, you know, battered or bored by every everything? <laughs> because I think that feeling itself can be the sig- signal that, hey, you know, maybe you need to take it easy a little bit. Absolutely. Battered and bored is not a place that I want to live, um, even for a minute. Yeah. And, and it's part of life sometimes to recognize, whoa, on my hero's journey, I, I saw this 
shiny object and I thought that it was part of my path, it was actually a distraction. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. now I need to turn around and go back and, and, and navigate and find my own way. But that there are things that I can take from that part of my journey into my next part of my journey as part of my learning and part of my experience. Yeah. So let's start to land the plane here a, a little bit. We've talked a bit about how to recognize burnout in you, how to be self-aware, how to be intentional about spending time evaluating and assessing where you are. And at the same time, we're also members of community. We are. And one of the best ways to move forward is by holding ourselves and each other accountable. So you can recognize burnout in you. What do you do if you begin to recognize burnout in another person or in a close friend, another speaker? How do you begin? To, how do you recognize it, first of all? And then how do you address that with your community member, your colleague, your partner, your peer? Wow, that is a huge question. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, I'm still navigating that in terms of helping others. I have a dear friend who just confided to me that the last year has been terribly difficult for her. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a, a shift and a difference in her. But sometimes we don't know how to help other people. And other than just saying, Mm. I love you, I care about you, I'm here if and when you want to talk, and then following through on that promise and and making sure that we are available if they do say, hey, I'm calling uncle here, I need need some help, I need support, and then finding some time to be available for that person and just letting them know, I love you, I care about you, and I'm here. For me, I'm so grateful that I have a, a mindset coach that I work with um, every Monday for 90 minutes and have been for three and a half years. And so I have a stopgap for myself. If something is coming up for me, either personally or professionally, and I don't know how to navigate it, um, every Monday I get to deal with it. It's, you know, like taking care of it while the problem is small yeah. is a lot easier than, oh my goodness, this is the, uh, an eight legged monster in my living room. And now what am I going to do about it? it. And so just having those frequent check-ins with yourself Mm -hmm. that has been significant for me. Yeah. Yeah. Before we leave here today, can you share with us any resources that you've come across that you've utilized personally as you've navigated this topic, this idea of burnout? Absolutely. There. Um, so I'm. I am rewriting the the book, "Burn the Hamster Wheel," that was specific for the real estate industry at the request of of my uh, amazing agent at Executive Speakers Bureau, Jennifer Lear. Shout out to Executive and um, and to Jennifer. And so that will be coming out this next year, mm-hmm. sooner rather than later, um, first quarter. And so yeah, I, hold me accountable, Robert, and all of you yeah. listening. Make sure that <laughs> I, I that I do what I'm what I'm committing to and what I'm what I'm promising to do, please reach out to me. Yeah. I have a, lo- a laundry list of, of tools and resources and not the least of which is my amazing mindset coach, Dr. Aaron Wilkerson. Um, he is in the Denver marketplace, but he does all of his coaching via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And he's unlike any therapist I've ever had and has helped me get further faster. I've had some terrible experiences in therapy. I think most of us as humans have. Yeah. Um, he's yeah, He is such a gift in my life. And I can honestly say I would not be who I am or where I am without him. And so for each of us, we just need to find our own Dr. Aaron. Mm-hmm. Or I've referred him to other people. If you're in, in need of someone, he's incredible. Reach out to me and I can provide you with his contact information. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
So we like to end our shows with a question from our guest. And our guest today, of course, we've been talking to the phenomenal, fabulous Cheryl Knowlton. Cheryl, can you share with us what your question is for our audience? I would love to, Robert. Um, And just uh, to ask the audience, where is your burnout coming from? And first of all, to identify, is it personal or is it professional? Mm -hmm. And you may be saying both. Everything's on fire. Um, And so just recognizing, okay, on a scale of one to 10, is it personal or professional? And which one is the biggest right now? And just focus on one. My my biggest problem is I, I don't focus and I get all excited about all sorts of different ideas and projects and writing two books at a time and that's not how we overcome burnout is mm-hmm. one small one small sweet step at a time so where is your burnout coming from is my question fantastic where's your burnout coming from share your thoughts and your responses by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail cheryl it's been a gem having you on the show today thank you for being here oh my friend always any time that i get to spend with you is magical i appreciate it it's time to take care of you my friend there's something that you do that makes a difference and in order for it to keep transforming people you got to treat it like a vehicle It's got to go in for a tune-up every now and again. You've got to do the oil changes and the maintenance checks that help you drive well and get to your destination well. If you've been attempting to drive on E, or if you own an EV with your battery below 10%, you'll soon find that the journey is not an enjoyable one, and you might even end up stuck in one place. So do what you need to do, my friend, because the world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.